Tish. And I'm Linda. And I'm Juliana. And this is episode five of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast. We're talking about season one, episodes nine and ten. Two parter. Scary things. <laughs> My favorite two parter so far. Yeah. It's our second two parter already in this season. Season, yeah. yeah. Big stories this super season. Alright, let's start off with our question of the week. I guess that's what it's going to be known <laughs> as. Uh, so we asked you last episode, where slash when would you go if you had a TARDIS? And we're going to answer that question. <laughs> uh, Linda, do you have any specific ideas? Um, I thought that I would go... Into the future to Pandora, where the avatars live, <laughs> for like a a short while, I think. And then I don't know, like I thought earlier, Atlantis would be really cool, but I don't know if that's like in the past or in the future. I don't know when that time period happens yet. <laughs> I will go there. It's supposed to be the past, the past, past but it already it, sunk. Yeah, but we can't find it. I would go back and find out what happened. Okay. That seems fun. Discover I would, I mean, I had kind of the broad answer of in the future. It's a broad question. Not on Earth. <laughs> um, I've specified that to in the far future. Not on Earth, but preferably if it was my first trip, an alien planet that had some relation to to human existence so that I wasn't like so overwhelmed like either aliens yeah. that are like humanoid in shape or have similar you know ways of being or like where landscapes are like different in terms of like I want to see something different but at least something that's relatable not like oh it's upside down like you're <laughs> a gas on this planet you're like you know what I mean yeah. like something that I could at least wrap my head Anything around. that they could do on a TV show like Doctor Who. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Relatable enough. That it Sometimes he talks mind. about, like, oh, these sunrises that we saw. These, I'm like, take me one of those places yeah. in the far future. They can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> the show. Uh, my answer is also vague. Just, I know that I don't care about Earth or the past. <laughs> I mean, if I had this power. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. It would have to be something that wouldn't just completely blow my mind or be beyond my intelligence or something. Yeah. Um, just somewhere fun, <laughs> if that's possible. Yeah. Like, Earth-like enough that I could go run around and breathe air. <laughs> air is probably a good... I probably wouldn't thing. want to go to, a, like, a spaceship or station no. like planet. they do sometimes. I wouldn't want to see a new planet. Agreed. And then, if you're that far away that it's, like, a completely different planet, time is completely not relative to Earth anymore, it wouldn't matter what time I was. True. Because you have no concept of the time period on that planet. That is true. Mm -hmm. Just an interesting time in that planet's history, I guess. (laughs) Depends (laughs) on the planet. Alright, that was kind of a vague question. We're going to get better questions. (laughs) We will do better. We'll think about it. Yeah. Alright, Doctor Who news. We have a few items that we saw on Nerdist News. Yep. Which, if you're not familiar, uh, 
Nerdist is like company blog, YouTube channel, founded by Chris Hardwick. It's all nerdy stuff, obviously. And they do Nerdist News every weekday on YouTube, uh, which is really cool. So anyway, they did an episode like last week where they just kind of told us a bunch of Doctor Who stuff. There's a lot of Doctor Who stuff starting to come out about the next season. Because I think they started filming it, but we don't know when it's going to come out. I think so. Or we don't even know. It's coming, but we, but don't, we don't know We when. know it's coming, <laughs> we don't know specifically when, but I do believe that they're either done filming or are filming or mm-hmm. something along that line. I think so, because uh, one of these news items is that Maisie Williams has been cast as someone, and I... <laughs> I want to say that there's already pictures of her on set. Maybe? Well, they showed a picture of her like in front of the. the no, there was a picture of her like with console. Capaldi or doing okay. something. I and think they also like I'm making that up. Some of the other news is a lot looks like set pictures and stuff at times. So I assume that they're they're on their way. They're, they're <laughs> but we don't it. know when. Uh, so yeah, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones Arya. has been cast as someone. Someone. Uh, people are speculating that she might play young Clara Oswald. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's Oswald, we're also talking about Osgood, Osgood later. Um, yeah, so that's what people think. Yeah. Interesting. What do you guys think of that? You, you, you I'm excited she to see her. her. There's a lot of Game of Thrones characters in Doctor Who already, so yeah. it makes sense. Well, same pool of actors. Yeah. I don't watch Game of Thrones. It's <laughs> a lot of I I mean, there's only so many British actors, so I assume yeah, there's a lot of crossover. <laughs> a lot of, but yeah. I'm not like, oh, Maisie Williams, I'm so excited. I've never um, seen her. I don't, I mean, like, I think she looks close enough, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's who she's playing. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything, necessarily, like, you know what I mean? So, we'll have to wait and see. She's not saying anything about her character, so. Well, that would ruin the fun. I yeah. know. Surprise. Uh, so, also new in this season, we saw some pictures of a new baddie. Yeah. That looked big. Big. I and like <laughs> covered in some sort of armor. armor. So we don't know. Um, looked like a welder's mask. Almost. Yeah, it was a very like long a, rectangular mask like and this big kind of clunky it. body. Yeah. Um, so based on that, people are thinking that it might be the Slitheen in an armor suit. <laughs> I don't think the body, I don't think the shape was that close that it would be that. I don't really like the Slitheen. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we should be done with that. I think we're done with that, yeah. So hopefully have, it's something yeah. new and weird I and hope exciting. Yeah, like... I know everyone's like, oh, maybe it's this in armor. I'm I'm like, I hope it's just a new bad thing that we haven't yeah. encountered before. I think it probably is. I don't think they're... They bring back, like, the dogs and the Cybermen a lot, but other than that, I don't know. Yeah. They leave things... The Celine, that was only the first season. Yeah. So we're we're way done with that. I agree. Moffat's not going to bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> Moffat, you better not be bringing that back. Yeah. Um... And returning this season, a lot of people are excited da, 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 about this. If you remember, Linda won't remember because she's she her seen it newbie, new hoovie. <laughs> she's a new She's not. <laughs> she's only to finish season finish three. season three. Yep. So, yeah. so working her way through it. Anything to you? Sorry, <laughs> but um, for those of you who saw the anniversary special, um, you will remember 
Osgood. Yeah. And her. Uh, she was a girl. She had the <laughs> scarf on. Yeah. Uh, and she was in this season finale, right? Yeah. Which she passed on. <laughs> it's so far ahead. We're not really years. spoiling <laughs> it for you, Linda. Whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, she's and like... It was, that was like a... She wasn't like a huge character, but fans like we were like really Because she upset. like herself was like a Who fan? She was, was like, like a, dressing yeah. similar to him. And then there was all this stuff of Moffat killing off like Who fans. Because like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got so ridiculous. Uh, anyway, the point is she... Died, destroyed, whatever. She's returning apparently in a two-part episode, so we don't know in what no, form. You never really know if anyone's really dead on Doctor Who. Well, but the thing <laughs> is, no one really can be dead because he's a time exactly, traveler. Time. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, she's going to be in a two-parter, so it'll probably be a big story about what happened with her, and possibly maybe about Missy since she, she killed her. Killed her. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, in the anniversary episode, we were introduced to the Zygons, which were shapeshifters, or when they weren't shapeshifting, they were covered in suckers, suction, suction yeah. things, mm. weird guys. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they're returning. Linda, you're like, great. Is that like an octopus monster? Not tentacles, just a weird body was covered in, like, suction mm. things. So, yeah. When it wasn't shapeshifting into someone else. But he shapeshifts, yeah. Anyway, so uh, shapeshifters back. are coming back, so yep. that will be interesting. So that's our news. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, all right, We're so let's excited. get into this two-parter. We're going to talk about it as one story. Yes. Because it is one yep. story. So we've got episode nine, The Empty Child, and episode ten, The Doctor Dances. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both. Written by Stephen Moffat and directed by James Hawes. Mm -hmm. Here's some summaries to refresh your memory. Uh, The emergency signal from an out-of-control time ship lands the Doctor and Rose in the middle of London in World War II. As Rose grows close to a mysterious American named Jack, the Doctor pursues a ghostly, deformed child through the fog. Okay. I... Is there specifically fog? I mean... No, and I mean, Rose goes after the child first. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Maybe there's smoke from all the bombing or something. It's, it's yeah. It implies Bomb that that's smoke. like a major episode <laughs> through the fog. Through the fog, yeah. And then it continues with Albion Hospital. I don't remember the name specifically. It's weird that they mentioned it. <laughs> Is overrun with the empty child's zombified victims. Worse, the Doctor, Rose, and Jack are trapped in there with them. Their only chance of stopping the child, capital C, (laughs) lies in a crater outside the hospital. But they have only minutes before German bombs destroy it. Fucking Damn Germans, Linda. (laughs) I'm also German, so I have no problem. I'm surrounded by Germans! (laughs) My dad was born in Germany. All right, it says World War Two. Bombs going off. Yep. Air raid, whatever the alarm is called. Before we even get into the story and ask Linda her thoughts, I find it interesting because in uh, episode, when we discussed episode two, the Rift and the Gelf episode, mm-hmm. I think we talked about um, a little bit about like would we go backward or forward and stuff, and we just talked about it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we always are like forward, forward, but then the yeah. episodes, a lot of the time that we tend to like, I find 
<laughs> like this is one of our favorites mm. and it's in the past. There yeah. are no historical characters that Tish has to deal with though, <laughs> so maybe that helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a really good episode. Good point, Juliana. Episode. It's been interesting. Yeah, I shouldn't have just liked the history ones because it's on Earth. I know. But they do make for good adventures. So. Yeah. So. What'd you think, Linda? First Um, thoughts? Loved it. This is going to get a high grade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The whole, like mystery with the gas mask and like them trying to solve this before the bomb goes off it was just like very exciting the entire time Mm -hmm. and like I would have never guessed it was like those nano things (laughs) but it was really good and Jack's like cutie pie so (laughs) thanks for visually (laughs) stimulating episodes (laughs) yeah loved it loved the whole like romance between Jack and Rose, how he yeah. sweeps her off her feet, literally. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree. It was a good adventure mystery. That's why I love it. They do a good job with the suspense the entire way through. It's the first, like, creepy, scary Agreed. Episode. Not that I was particularly Yeah, scared. I was like, I wouldn't go scared, but like, creep factor? Like, yeah. that child is, is it's in, creepy. It's intended to be scary yeah. and creepy, so... I could yeah, see, really like, good. if I was one of the kids that the show is for. <laughs> intended. Yeah, being, it's definitely a hide behind scared, the sofa. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that, the child is creepy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We should also mention, this is Moffat's first episode. Yes. Story. Um, good job, Moffat. It's our favorite so far, so yeah. <laughs> what does that tell you? And it's, like, the scare, the first, like, scary one. Mm-hmm. So he goes for the... Was I talking about this on the podcast or out of the podcast? That Moffat tends to go for the... Uh, he takes stuff from our real lives and makes it creepy, and that's why some of his episodes are the best. And this is another case, like, a gas mask is something in our knowledge. Yeah. So he takes something that we already know and turns it into a scary Doctor Who monster. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Good job, Moffat. <laughs> I also, to be fair, like, I like the directions. Like, it felt, like, almost noirish part of, like, I guess, like, the time period yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, had just a little bit, and it was, like, just felt a little grittier, and I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, it was all, like, literally and figuratively very dark. <laughs> yes. Um... There wasn't as much... Without Jack, there wouldn't have been, like, any humor, really, in this episode. But because of him, and I think because Moffat is writing, there's so many little little lines and little references and fun little things, especially the two of them back and forth. But there's, like, I couldn't even, like, jot them all down. It was just, like, an overall feeling of, like, these funny little quips in there. It was good writing. It was. Yeah, we already love Moffat. (laughs) (laughs) We already know that. So they're uh, chasing something through time and space. Yes. Not as the they do. last time they'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think it's hilarious that he's like, it's mauve. Like, that's the international sign. Intergalactic color for, color for like, oh, danger. Yeah. yeah. She's like, mauve. I went into red. He's like, you guys are so behind. <laughs> well, like, mo- of all colors, like, mauve. Mm. Like, to Specific. humans, like, that seems very non-threatening. <laughs> yeah. So. I just love the way he's like, she's like, why are we chasing it? And he says, it's mauve and dangerous. <laughs> Clearly that should be all the explanation <laughs> she needs. 
which is a funny combination. Mauve and dangerous, like yeah. they're synonyms. <laughs> and I love that the Spock references. Yeah, throughout the She's like, give me some Spock. Episode. She wants, like, more of him. And then, of course, Jack, Jack. shows up, and he's very flashy and doing everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, and she calls. Sweeps her off. <laughs> she names the doctor Mr. Spock. And so, yeah, they're fun references. Like, there's a lot of, like, the really fun interplay throughout the whole episode. Just <laughs> I enjoyed it. They also say the words, oh, all that dancing, within the first 30 seconds. And I was like, wow, okay. Like, we're... <laughs> What was he talking about? Frig, I don't even remember now. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think it was, um, oh, when the humans, when he's talking about red, and she's like, what about red? And he's like, that's just you guys, all the hysteria and all that dancing you do. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay. It's a theme for I know. dancing. It's a metaphor. It is a big... <laughs> dancing doesn't always mean dancing. No, it does not. <laughs> I thought it was uh, adorable when he complains about humans to a stray cat. Like, he's just talking about, like, how, like, oh, she always wanders off or something. He's just, like, picks up this cat. And he's, like, talking to the cat like he's just casually talking to someone. He bumped into him and I was like, yeah, that's the doctor. He's <laughs> <laughs> to something. Yeah. Plus... How, I don't know, it's a different species. I can just, just because it can't talk back. I like species of things. Mm-hmm. So, I know we want to talk about Jack a lot. So, yeah. why don't we talk about some other stuff and then we'll get into <laughs> Jack stuff. Okay. Um, uh, when we talk about, like, the wordplay and stuff that happened in the mm-hmm. episode... Um, we talk about the doctor having to go talk to the doctor, <laughs> which I found amusing, especially because later on we will see two doctors at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and Rose does, is this the first time she actually says Doctor Who? Yeah, I, I yeah. believe so. It's the first actual Doctor Who yet. And of course, I mean, it's hard not to love that. Yeah. I love when they get Aren't that you in sick there. of the doctor? Doctor Who! And you're just like, <laughs> yay, that's why it's called that. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. That's just more more good word stuff from Moffat. So, what about this child running around being creepy? Definitely different than other baddies that we have in that it's all very human. Yep. We're on Earth. It's all very human. It's just a child. And yet, something is different. So, the, like, parameters of his abilities are not really they're a little vague like he can make phone the speaker with the speaker he can do he did the typewriter thing but but that's why i was confused because there's everything with the speaker is what they say but he makes the typewriter and he also closes a door by pointing at it yeah they because like like, where did the nano genes get that from yeah because well the nano genes they talk about in terms of like his repair but then they also say like they also equip them to be soldiers and stuff and he does say that because I had notes being like, where would they get the blueprint for this and stuff? And then I listened <laughs> and I was like, okay, they do say it gives them upgrades in, yep. term, in terms of his strength and, um, yes, really uh, like the technology stuff. But they're still like off a little bit when they, they do that stuff. They're still, yeah. it's not, it's not great guys. <laughs> but the child itself is like my favorite villain. I don't know. It's Definitely so one of the creepy. best memorable, like... And would be such a good Halloween costume. It's so easy. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> like all the scariest horror movies out there always have to do with children. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> children so, are creepy. <laughs> same reason like clowns are creepy. Like things that are supposed to be happy when we make them creepy, it's the creepiest. Yep. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> when like happy things go dark. <laughs> Um, I'm interested in Nancy's thing about, like, taking care of these kids and, like, why they're in the city when they're supposed to, they were supposed to be, like, shipped out. Evacuated. Evacuated. Yeah. But they came back, but apparently they don't have parents. I guess some of them, well, some of them the are... parents go off to war and then they Some get of them are out. probably off at war. Some of them are probably orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess some of them specifically talked about being evacuated i guess they evacuated women and children maybe from the city i know that's definitely a thing of getting the kids out kids out but some of them came back because it was something about like there was a man and stuff so i'm assuming that's like abuse and yeah they didn't want to get too too deep too deep um that was just my yeah just in in the historical context i was kind of interesting to learn i knew about the like shipping the kids off kind of thing into the country Um, but the idea of, like, when the air raid, is that what it was called? Air raid? Mm-hmm. Like, the thing goes and everyone leaves their houses into their bomb shelters, which look like they're not <laughs> going to do shit if it's, like, your house is more yeah. stable than that A lot of thing. people went to, like, subways and stuff. Um, anyway, yeah, and then the kids come out and they sit down at dinner. They actually sit down and have a dinner. Yeah. That was... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that really happened. She was, like, interesting. Very smart of her to figure yeah. out. Yeah. Nancy's pretty, like, hardcore. I like Nancy. Mm-hmm. She's tough. Yeah. And I love her blackmail. Oh, yeah. Of the man who's dinner <laughs> Your wife's oh. not the one yeah, the wife's the not the one sleeping around with the butcher. It's you. So you're going to give me those fucking water cutters. And I'm <laughs> so like, she's, like, Whoa. taking care of all these kids and, like, organizing these air raid things. And she's also, like, keeping eyes on people to mm-hmm. know which houses to go into and, like, to blackmail them, apparently. Yeah, in case. Although while dealing with the, her son, who she's pretending is, is her, her brother, brother, like, coming haunting her. them. <laughs> that must be so horrible. Like, she's got it rough. Son, and you've <laughs> and been, World like, War Two, <laughs> just in general, also, happening. Like, to see, like, your son die and then he comes back as like this evil thing yeah that would it's awful horrifying like how is she even like mentally sane right now yeah i don't know how she holds it together but i like some there's some cute moments like between the doctor and her but also rose and her at the end when she's like this isn't the end nancy like we actually win this and Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that like i don't know they were nice little like yeah and and (laughs) good heart-to-heart character Moment. Yeah, because she is so tough and dealing with so much, it's she needs that like hope that like you have to be tough now, but this is not she could be the a end. companion. <laughs> <laughs> she could be yeah. She would be good on the TARDIS. Yeah. She'd have to bring her son though and like That's no, true. no kids. Doctor doesn't no, kids no, no kids. He doesn't do domestic, uh, right? Neither do I, so <laughs> <laughs> So, Jack is all that we want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I was like, really. most of the rest is Jack, so. We just want to talk about Jack. <laughs> and Jack and Rose. And Jack and the Doctor. And Jack and Rose and the Doctor. <laughs> Where to begin? We meet Jack and he's flirting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. I wrote down. 
Perfect introduction to Captain Jack. His first line is "Excellent bottom." <laughs> That's looking like at Jack Rose. in like a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, and then he turns around to Algae. a man soldier guy. Algy. His name is Algy. Uh, it's probably short for Algernon, which was a more popular name at the time. Oh, like his first name is Algy. Yeah. Wow. Well, like Algernon. <laughs> no. Never heard that before. Okay. I did just didn't know he had a first name. I assumed. I don't know. Maybe I've just made that all up in my head. <laughs> Sounded impressive. But I don't remember calling him my name, but he turns around to this man and says, don't worry, you have an excellent bottom, too. And I was yep. like, that's it. That's Jack. That's Jack. At the very least, it's implied by sexuality, and he's very flirty, and that's Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's pretty cute, that yeah. John Barrowman. And he's American, so we know that something's a little off. Like, why is he here in the middle of them? In World War Two, yeah, yeah, in the British forces, not in the American well, yeah, forces. Yeah, in, with the in France, right? In like, London. Yeah. <laughs> so we know something's up. Um, so what we do know about him by the end of the episode, mm-hmm. we learn more about him in the series. But we know he's from the fifty-first century. He's a former time agent. We don't get too much details about what exactly they do, but no. that's why he can travel in time and stuff. Um. He says he woke up one day and they had stolen two years of his memories, so he mm-hmm. left. And now he's a con man. Yep. But not at heart. No. No. A con man <laughs> with a heart of gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and he's smart. Like, his plan was brilliant. I mean, how many times has that worked? I don't know. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, it was a good plan. Yeah. I mean... We don't really know, even later, we don't really know much about him in his time as a time agent or, like, his... Or his time as a con man before the doctor came Yeah. Home. When we learn more about him, like, in Torchwood, it's him after the end of this season. Yeah. On, in Cardiff and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so he's a mystery. He's a tall, dark, handsome mm-hmm. mystery man. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love that? He's flirty, and he's smart, and he has no idea who Rose and the Doctor are. He thinks they're time agents. <laughs> yeah. I like the psychic paper flirting. I thought that was super cute. A new lady's psychic paper. It was the greatest use of psychic paper in the history of Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> yeah, they don't really say before this, like, how it really works about, oh, you just show them what you're thinking. But he doesn't say, like, be careful what you're thinking. Because yeah. it'll just if you mind wanders. <laughs> it's like, you just handed me a piece you of paper that says you're single. You have to actively think about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just thought it was really cute. He also gets Rose into bed pretty quick. I know she's mm. passed out, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> she would sleep with him. <laughs> who wouldn't? I was like, <laughs> I don't know who wouldn't. Because. I'm like, put me on the ship with Jack and Jack. <laughs> I am up for it. <laughs> I'll let you call me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what else about Jack? Uh, he has a cool spaceship, but it looks pretty clobbered together. From We know it's a Chula ship. Mm-hmm. So it's implied that he's already like got some cons going, or he's <laughs> jumping around with his... Yeah. I don't know if it says how he jumps around in time, but we know later it, that he has like this little watch. watch. Yeah, I don't think we learn it in these episodes, but yeah. he does. It, it's a he says something about like yeah, she's. 
I borrowed it, and she's gorgeous or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he's shady. Yeah. And I love the stories at the end when he thinks he's going to die about, like, being oh, in yeah. bed with his executioners <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm like, you... Jack. I, like, so Jack. I just want to learn about everything he's ever done. I know. Like, I love watching Torchwood, but I'm kind of like, okay. I want to know him before. Before. I want to see... Well. Like, that would be an excellent episode. The executioners. <laughs> However that happened. So yeah, I, I don't know. Plus, the do you want to talk about like the doctor and Jack have an interesting relationship? Yeah. In this one, it's mostly one upping one another. I, I think that happens anytime another man, man comes is in, in Rose's life. I he agree. gets very jealous and competitive. He does. In this case, about their sonic devices. <laughs> that was funny though. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> totally sonic up. <laughs> a sonic. Who would who would sonic a screwdriver? Haven't you ever been yeah. bored? It's <laughs> a good point, though. I love hearing about how he came up with the sonic screwdriver. Just like, have you ever had like been up late at night and had a lot of cabinets to put up, <laughs> and then just kept adding features to it and kept it forever? Yeah. Also, he gives that screwdriver to Rose to reattach the barbed wire and is like, oh, put it on this setting. I'm like, how many settings does the doctor know for that screwdriver? With all the things that he does to it. Like, I never thought about it before in terms of, like, he'd have to apply a setting. But he mentions, like, set it to this in this episode. And I'm like, oh my god. Reattaches barbed wire. That's ridiculous. In future episodes, he kind of, he gives it to Amy or somebody. And she says, like, I know, just think and point. Yeah. So apparently well, it's Rose is smart enough to think in point. She has to put it on a setting. Or he upgraded the screwdriver. That's yeah. probably more likely because he upgrades everything throughout this thought powered now. Theory. Um so the doc <laughs> Rose likes to flirt with uh, these new boys that she's always picking up. Yes. But the doctor like she loves the doctor, we've established that. But, like, she's a young girl, and she wants to, like, flirt with boys or whatever. And the doctor's, like, not giving her that part of their relationship. So she tends to be flirty. But then he gets jealous because he wants to be, like, the only one. So he, like, competes with Jack, and it's, like, really funny. And then in the end, he's like, oh, I can dance. Like, just (laughs) when you thought that she, like, Jack had that on him, that he wasn't, like, human enough to, like, dance and that kind of stuff. He's like... Oh, no. I can do that, too. Of course, you know. Dancing is also, like, quite the euphemism in this. Oh, yeah. They They even talk about, I think, in Confidential, that, like, yeah, dancing isn't dancing. dancing. (laughs) I mean, it's blatant at some points. Oh, yeah. They get into, like, a pretty funny, like, conversation where they're literally just talking about dancing. Yeah. He can dance. (laughs) But yeah, I think, I don't know. It's another just clever little, like, Stephen Moffat's such a good writer. It's another, like, clever little way to mm-hmm. to have discussions about it. And you know what? It's nice to see the doctor human enough to just, like, dance and do something that's yeah normal. Yeah, because <laughs> as we're discovering, he's very inhuman in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and doesn't understand things. And then... Or, like, I mean, he, like, knows so much and, like, so many cultures. Of course, he knows how to dance in some sort of way. But he, like, holds off on that. Yeah. 
I think he, because he doesn't want to give her stuff like that. Yeah, to, like, it's like too he much, mentally but would... knows, but he knows also like what goes along with dancing in terms of emotional. <laughs> and he doesn't want to start in that direction with her. But then with Jack comes along, he's like, "Well, Jack can't dance with her <laughs> in front of me." They have a song. What do you mean? You've known There's him for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. So as long as she keeps picking up guys and flirting, the doctor's going to have to one-up them until they're finally in a relationship. (laughs) That's exactly what happens. That's what she's trying to do. (laughs) That's Rose's plan, clearly. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's cute. I love the whole thing. And, like, as their dynamic grows, as he's with them longer and stuff, and they really become, like, a a unit of three. I mean, yes, it's always Rose and the doctor, but they... They become such an awesome, like, cohesive unit. It's... Is it in the next episode? They show up and they're talking to Mickey and they're Yeah, like, and they're, like, laughing. Oh, to time and space. Yeah. Like, in unison. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you guys. I know. I'm already like, the best of friends. It's so adorable. I want them to be my best friends. I want to be part <laughs> of their gang. <laughs> I'll go on to time and space with y'all. So cute. Yeah. So we talked a lot about uh, Moffat putting in, like, a lot of little jokes and stuff. Um, is there anything specific little things we wanted to talk about? For the jokes? Yeah. Other than the Doctor Who. Doctor I'm trying who. to think of specific ones that I have in my head. Oh, yeah, <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Um, uh, Rose says something about the Doctor not being Santa Claus, and he's like, that's what you know, Red Bike, when you were 12. <laughs> Which is cute and creepy. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I would argue that it's in, a fun little mystery. It is the a doctor. fun you little never mystery. Know like, what he knows, like how does he know that? Maybe Did he was like creeping the photo book, like while she was. It's like I feel like maybe he just creeped her timeline, like we do yeah. on Facebook, but like in a real way. Like, he <laughs> went literally... back along her timeline. For sure. <laughs> oh my god, the TARDIS is like going <laughs> go back in your timeline. No, <laughs> no. It's... Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was really cute, though. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. When he says things like that, may like leave that. you with little, like, these little, like, hints of, like, you have to <laughs> Wait, think what? about, like, what? <laughs> I mean, like, he would, technically, he has the technology to deliver presents to all the children yeah. in the world on one night. If anyone can do it, the doctor can. <laughs> I'm just saying. No? Yeah. <laughs> Do I have um, the nano jeans? Nano jeans. What? What are those? <laughs> um, mine was just more. I was gonna say like they lay the information of the nano jeans of the episode pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like you first see them when Rose, um, after her ride on the barrage balloon, which I thought was cute, ends up in Jack's ship and they repair her hand. So you, oh, yeah, you're introduced them then in terms of like these are nano genes they repair your skin. Like you think of them as just like that thing to help, and then mm-hmm. the doctor gets repaired later and explains slightly more information about mm-hmm. it. And then in the end, it's the nano genes that caused everything. Okay, zombies. And it's the nano genes that saved the day. Yeah, yeah. they're so. It's a cool idea. I of all of the sci-fi technology, it's one of the things I actually like. Think was like, yeah, I could see us creating. Like we talk about nanotechnology in today's society in terms mm-hmm. of stuff that that scientists are working on. So at least it's I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
I approve of the man. <laughs> I would use them in the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there might be a little flaw. Well, that one was, like, from a war ambulance. So yeah. it was set up to, like, make them into soldiers. So mm-hmm. it needs to be tweaked a little bit. <laughs> well, like, of course. You use yes. It. But, I mean, just in general, like, nano genie. Because, mm-hmm. like, Captain Jack's aren't. Captain Jack's are like, oh, here's your skin back. Yeah, they they can just repair that, but in the case of the little boy, because he was, like, dead to damage. And they'd never seen a human before. Mm-hmm. So it didn't know. When they Why saw the just, dead like, child. Why did into, like, a chula, whatever that is? <laughs> I guess it's because when they saw the dead child, they recognized it. This is my personal okay. understanding. <laughs> <laughs> they recognized it as, like, a new life form, but thought that that was the correct way being of that mm-hmm. life form and so then it saw every other thing that it identified as that life form as being incorrect and had to fix yeah. it. I think <sighs> it would have been able to tell the difference between life and death. <laughs> life like uh, human DNA and like the gas mask rubber leather whatever it is. You'd think. It wouldn't turn that into skull like they said. I don't know. And, like, what about, like, his clothes and stuff he's wearing? Were those, like, part of him now, too? Um, you know? I don't know. I think that far about it, Poking apparently. holes in the theory. <laughs> no, again. it's true. I don't know. I still think of all the sci-fi-y stuff. It's... Yeah. It is a pretty good... Does it come up again in the series? I... No, maybe? Don't know. I feel like they should have used it. It's, pr- it's a good idea. Yeah. Email them. You should have it like in the TARDIS. Remember nano jeans? Yo, on. BBC. <laughs> Remember them nano jeans? Get those back. What did you guys think of the transformation? Like we actually see it. We see it twice, I guess, but mostly with the Doctor in the first one. Transformation. <laughs> this is when his, he grows the mask. When he grows the Not mask, the doctor, like but the, um, out of his. Sorry, I meant like the actual medical doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he grows, when he like comes doctor, out of his yeah. mouth and the eyes get all bug-eyed, it's a little disturbing because he kind of cough like ugh, his mouth yeah. opening like the that and it. turning into his. Ugh. It reminded me of in a future episode when the man becomes an ood and he like yeah. out the the little bally thing, yeah, <laughs> the thing, yeah, the ood ball. <laughs> Yeah. Such a bad sound to <laughs> I thought it was like really good. I thought it was a some of the better special effects in this mm-hmm. in this season, at least. I don't know. And I thought it was like it was pretty like creepy and gross and it added to the creep factor definitely of the episode. It makes you like not want to get caught by them so much more. <laughs> yeah. Like be careful. <laughs> yeah, not just seeing them how they end up, but seeing how it happens yeah. it makes it so much more horrifying. Mm-hmm. It's visceral. <laughs> and like how he starts out like he can't say anything but are you my mommy? Mommy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <good. so> creepy. <laughs> so it's not just physical, it's also because it's like a mental thing. It is really disturbing. I mean, I'll like agree it. we don't want that to happen to us. <laughs> I'll agree not on my life plan. Uh, <laughs> that changed back, so. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Like well, that's, back. That was a big thing, too, because um, N's actually happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why we all like once. this. Episode. Everybody lives. Everybody lives. It grows their legs back and cures <laughs> their diseases. 
Yeah, this narrative. It's like the darkest episode of like we're already in a war and this horrible thing's happening and it's kids in trouble and it's like so many people in trouble. But then this is the one episode where everything gets fixed yeah. and everything's okay. Well, I mean, it's still war, uh, but, but she she knows that we win, so she has hope. Nancy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I thought it was interesting that it was the one during World War Two that everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I thought that was like. Yeah, he's like, like enough death he's already. so proud. Everybody lives until a fucking bomb comes down on them or something. I know, but I thought, yeah. Will the nanogenes still stay there to repair them? He yeah. What happens? He mentions them? that they're set to shut off. He mentions that he like he says that when they're back. In the- oh fuck. He says like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna fix the people that were there, and then they're gonna shut down because I told them to. Why would you keep them around for like another to, like help the war, the zone, war zone? Give them to the doctor so that everyone. Or is that interfering again with time too much? <laughs> yeah, that's probably his excuse. <laughs> that because Jack crashed it there, it was never meant to be there. Yeah, yeah. it's all Jack's fault. Well, and like he's. He explodes the ambulance because he's like, history says there's an explosion here, so I might as well just explode. Oh yeah, that's how he gets rid of it. He explodes the it. ambulance. Yeah, and then Jack takes the bomb. I okay. Jack is like riding the bomb, and for me, that was like a little hint to Doctor Strange love, and we all know totally. my feelings on the director, and I got excited <laughs> every time I see it. I'm like Doctor Strange. Also, love. just Jack straddling something. Well, yeah, that's they true. had to put that in there somewhere. <laughs> Plus, like, it's, that's his ultimate, you know, sacrifice at the end there, because, again, mm. like, sacrificing himself, because in the end, he's, he can't, he doesn't think he can get rid of the bomb and get away alive, and he's like, well, it was like a good mm. run, I'm gonna have a drink. Yeah, like, they think he abandons them, like, Rose mm-hmm. is upset that he left, but then he comes back to save them, Yeah, and then he's like, I think he really, like, loves both of them already, so he's ready to save them and do that for them. I think, like, I mean, I know he's not lonely in terms of, like, he can probably get anyone who wants to embed that sort of thing, but I think he's lonely in terms of Friendship. he time travels yeah. and he doesn't really have anyone that's consistently close, like, very similar to the Doctor, he right? He needs a companion. Yeah, so... If you're gonna travel through time and space, the guys, doctor you need him. a <laughs> You need to have a companion with you at all times. <laughs> yeah, cause, because he's, like, a con man, he's just moving around doing stuff, he can't really have any friends... You know, yeah, he makes exactly. friends. But he, he makes friends everywhere he goes, but he doesn't, doesn't have, have a, a long-term relationship. Yeah. If he had a companion, he'd get up his con games, like... Because he would totally sleep with his companion. Obviously. <laughs> if anything, I'm thinking that that would not be enough for him. <laughs> so it would probably just cause more problems True. to uh, try and have a maybe. monogamous relationship in any way. Even a friend, he needs multiple people all the time. True. All right, so we love Jack. We do. We love this episode, so what's the grade that we get? Are we doing grades now? What else did you want to talk about first? Points of note or... Bananas. Confidential. (laughs) (laughs) Points of note. All I have is something about the banana fact. Bananas and the factory, which I think is mentioned again at some point, but I can't remember. Yeah. And also bananas replacing guns is something, is something that, that comes that up again. <laughs> again, shockingly. I like it because it's another little point where the Doctor's actually crossed another character's timeline somewhere in the past. Yeah, not even directly at all. Just yeah. they both know they of just... this place and time. Mm-hmm. And Jack can't get a 
replacement for his gun because the doctor had to go and which is odd because Jack can time travel so why can't he go back to the factory still working Rose is like oh he blew up my workplace first day I met him it's kind of how he does things he likes you (laughs) so I thought that was cute and Confidential is talking about special effects how they did the (laughs) 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 that's just what we'll call it now the (laughs) So they can picture. They can't see me, so I need to make them know. <laughs> so, so gross. And um, they also talked about like the sonic screwdriver and the psychic papers plot devices, which is really just all they are. Of course, but they make perfect sense. You don't need to spend your time getting people into something mm-hmm. or out of something mm-hmm. or a locked door. Like, who the hell cares about a locked door in Doctor Who? Like, come on. Like, let's just get yeah. on with it. So the Sonic Screwdriver is created for that reason. And yeah. then this new series, he also created Psychic Paper. Yeah. So he gave just... invitations and he could lie about who he is. And When they talk about how yeah. they got rid of the Sonic Screwdriver in the past and then brought it back. I guess, yeah. In Old Who, at one point, they got rid of the Sonic Screwdriver. And... Why? I don't know. I don't know. Crazy <laughs> old It's <too>. crazy. <laughs> Craziness. It's too unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, now grades. are we done? <laughs> now I'm ready for grades. I, thank you. Okay, <laughs> grade episode. Me first? Yeah. Um, definitely an A. I'm not a plus, because, like, I'm going to be... better. There's better. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Overall, it uh, hit the check mark on all my requirements of a good episode. Yeah. I would say A, A minus, A, somewhere in that vicinity. Um... <laughs> Jack Harkness as a new character is above average. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like my favorite. He's one of my favorite characters in the whole um, Who universe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it's it's like they the good suspense throughout the the two and and an actually creepy bad thing and everything ends up happy. I just it's hard not to love. Love it. I also give it an A. Um, yeah, it's good mystery, and it's got the scary factor, it's got Jack, it's got a happy ending. And a happy ending. Yeah, who doesn't It's got that? a little bit of everything. It's just a solid, good episode from Moffat, of course. <laughs> Alright, so, we're done with those episodes. Yeah. Now for our question for next week, Tish. alright so our question that we're going to answer next week is what's your favorite two part story so this is already our second two parter in the season yeah and we have one more in the season our next podcast episode we're doing episode 11, 12, and 13 because there's a two parter again (laughs) another two parter we need to cram them all in the season we don't want to ever um do those separately. It just doesn't make sense in no, podcast no, form. One, so. one story. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've already got like three in this first season, so there's a lot of good two-parters. There's a lot of them throughout who... Usually I think there's finales. even a three-parter, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe, I may have just vaguely. made that up. That would count. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so think about that and let us know. You can email us, doctorscompanionspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. You can answer that question. You can ask us questions. 
talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. We're, we're open to anything, guys. Come Did on, you eat for know. lunch today? <laughs> um, yeah, and if anybody answers that question, we'll read it next week or next episode, whenever it is. We have a weird schedule, guys. <laughs> Uh, and as always, if you look in the description of this episode, there will be a link to my blog, a post about this episode, anything else I want to say, or links to anything we talk about, like the Nerdist News episode and stuff like that. So this is the end. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>